It's time for Catholic Focus, exclusively heard here on Holy Family Radio, WHYF AM 720. This is the program where we discuss issues and topics with a Catholic perspective. Stay with us now as we help you see the world with a Catholic Focus. Welcome to Catholic Focus. I am your host for this segment, Judy Desagatis, and today I have with me George Lamoureux. He is the director of the Enthronement by Parish Ministry out of the Philadelphia area. And George, tell us a little bit about the ministry and how this got started. Okay, well, it was around 2020. I think it was the summer of 2020. I was going to uh, daily mass at St. Isaac Jogues Parish in Wayne, Pennsylvania. It was a 12.05 mid-noon mass. And uh, one day, the, the celebrant there invited everyone to pick up an enthronement packet in the back of church and uh, to say some prayers that would be the start of enthroning the sacred heart of Jesus in the home and consecrating our families to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And uh, when the mass was over, a woman tapped me on the on the shoulder. She was sitting behind me. She introduced herself as uh, being Veronica Weldus. And she asked if I'd like to do the same thing at my parish. And I said, sure, you know, and then she went on to explain her dream that hopefully someday all of our people would have images of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, the Immaculate Heart of Mary in their home. And ironically, I, my wife and I had just recently returned from a trip to Ireland. And while over there, we went back to where my grandfather was born on my mother's side. And they had pictures of the Sacred Heart that went back for generations. And we stayed a lot, but at breakfast homes, seemed like each home would have a picture of the Sacred Heart of Jesus hanging in the home in a place of honor. I remember thinking while there, isn't it shame that you hardly hear about this powerful devotion in our own country anymore? So uh, I told Veronica I'd help out. But for over a year, I kept putting it off because I was working on another project in my parish. But then 9-11 happened. I felt a strong urge to get moving on this. Okay, so I wasn't thrilled with the information Veronica had in her packet. You know, it wasn't something I could get excited about, the images of Jesus and Mary. So at the time, I had a son. uh, We have a son who was in a seminary uh, studying for the priesthood with the Maroons, the Immaculate Conception, the Order of Promotes Divine Mercy. And I told him I was on search for pictures I could be excited about, Jesus and Mary. And he suggested that I look at pictures that the Marians were using in their mass guards. And I went and looked at it, and I loved it. I talked to the uh, priest that heads up the Marians in the U.S. He gave me the uh, permission to purchase the pictures from the printer that they were using. And the... Uh, so then the other thing was she only had an enthronement scroll in the pictures. And I wanted more information to go out to the people. So I did a lot of uh, Google lookups and we ended up with a packet that also included the 12 great promises. Our Lord made the same mark of Mary for those devoted to a sacred heart. Explained the first Saturday and the first uh, Friday devotions. Then there was another sheet to explain the history of the the devotions where they came from in the church. Then another sheet had the steps for completing the enthronement and consecration in the home. And then there was also uh, tips for growing closer to Jesus and Mary in our daily life. And then the last sheet was uh, 
a prayer card sheet was seven copies of the same daily offering prayer uh, for people to offer the day up to Jesus through Mary if they weren't already saying a daily offering prayer. So I approached my pastor, St. Thomas the Apostle in Chester Heights, Delaware County, to see if he would let us do an enthronement weekend. We, we decided to call the, the uh, parish program an enthronement weekend. So he said, sure, but he didn't want the people to feel entrapped when we did it. So he said I could talk after communion at the masses, but I would have to invite the people to stay after mass to participate if they wanted to do it. Okay. So we had no idea how we go over. Okay. <laughs> so we did that first one in November of 2001, uh, just a couple months after 9-11. And uh, at the end of the weekend, we gave away 700 enthronement packets. So we knew we were onto something, you know, really great. So uh, I was invited to different groups of uh, pastors that would come together. I forget what they were called at the time, you know, and I would uh, explain about the enthronement weekend, got a lot of invites that way. Uh, also, as we started to do enthronement weekends, I would get pastoral quotes from the pastors and that would help the next group, you know, and, we also got a lot of references of pastors who they thought, pastor friends, they thought would be interested, okay? And uh, other key things. I'm kind of reading from my notes. Do I say something here, Judy, before I keep talking? Or is it no, going keep okay? going. This is, this is of interest to our listeners. This is a wonderful ministry, so we want to hear how it started. Okay, so then so. some other things. We thought about, well, how can we get the word out on this, okay? So... I approached the friend and he developed a website for it, okay, and explained how the weekend worked. We included some pastor quotes. Um, also, the story of the ministry was the lead article in the uh, Catholic Standard and Times in 2005 in May. And that was the, I forget if it was a weekly or a monthly newspaper that the Archdiocese put out at the time. So it had pictures and it was a great article. And through the uh, the website and the uh, pastor quotes, spreading of the word, uh, the, the the article and the standard and times, all these led to the fact that we we're getting all kind of requests to do enthronement weekends. So my brother Chris stepped to the plate and he got involved so that I wouldn't have to look at my schedule every time a pastor wanted to do an enthronement. Then along the way, you joined the team, Judy, and some other people. And uh, so we would do the enthronement weekends in the spring and in the fall. We would skip the summer because a lot of people would be away. And then in in the winter, it was too iffy, you know, with the weather, that we could do a lot of work and have an ice storm and nobody show. So let's see, some other things that happened along the way. Uh, one day I got a call from this woman, she had a slight accent. She asked, she said, uh, my pastor, St. Patrick, wants to know if you could come to our parish. I said, sure, where are you located? She said, St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands. I said, let me check my schedule as I danced around the house, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> we went back there, two different trips. Uh, and each time we did two parishes. And, and uh, that, that was great. Our son even joined us one year. Uh, by this time, he was ordained a priest in 2005 and, and came 
and joined us. But it was great to be able to do the Lord's work on the weekends and enjoy ourselves during the week. We went on our own time because, you know, it's a third world country, but it was just great to do. We also, along the way, developed the Spanish packet and a Vietnamese packet. And uh, let's see, th through the grace, oh yeah, then Judy, when you moved to Harrisburg, you gracefully agreed to take on the uh, coordination of the Harrisburg Diocese. So that's been wonderful. Thank you very much. And uh, as of today, through the grace of God, we have done 234 enthronement weekends and distributed over 213,000 enthronement packets. Uh, Veronica Weldis, the person tapping me on the shoulder, just recently passed away this past May, but her dream continues as we continue to uh, schedule enthronement weekends. And uh, so that's, that's kind of the, where we are. The enthronement weekend itself, uh, what happens is uh, schedule it with the pastor, okay, and then... Uh, about four, three weeks, four weeks before the enthronement, I send out advertising information for the bulletin. The Monday before the enthronement weekend, I contact our prayer team. And they start lifting up the parish in prayer on that Monday through the enthronement weekend. And on the weekend itself, uh, we get there early, put the packets at the ends of the pews uh, before mass. Okay. And then uh, as part of the talk, which is usually done after communion. Uh, I explain the contents of the packets while they're passed from the ends of the pews. We uh, lead the people in saying a prayer from the top page of the packet to the enthronement scroll uh, at the end of the talk to help them spiritually prepare for the enthronement that they'll do at home. And then the mass continues, and we have uh, volunteers with donation baskets at the uh, back of church at the end of mass and the donations easily handle our course of the dollar packet. And uh, a neat thing that I've started to do just recently, probably the last four enthronements is there's always some people that despite their intentions, we, they know they'll never get around it. They'll never get around to uh, getting uh, frames for the packets. So I purchased packets from the uh, dollar store. I got the dollar and a quarter store these days. Right. <laughs> I put the pictures in the frames and make them available on the table in the back on the way out of church. So uh, Holy Spirit continues to bless us. And uh, we're so grateful for uh, the opportunity to have Jesus and Mary welcome into homes and hearts. Right. Because that's the goal is to get a picture of Jesus and Mary in every home. And yes. that's why this has spread. Um, we only have a few minutes to go in this segment, but when we come back, I'm going to share a little bit about how I got involved in the ministry and uh, where we're going and uh, where we're going to go from here. So please stay with us on Catholic Focus. We'll be right back.
welcome back to Catholic Focus. I am your host for this segment, Judy Desagadas, and we're here with George Lamoureux, the director of the Enthronement by Parish Ministry out of the Philadelphia area. And uh, thank you for joining us, George, and for sharing that story of how the Enthronement Ministry got started in the Philadelphia area. And if you caught that earlier, George mentioned that uh, I had joined the team. So I want to tell you a little bit about that story because I too was tapped on the shoulder. Um, I was attending that same church that George and Veronica were attending at the time, St. Isaac Jodes in Wayne, uh, Pennsylvania. I was living in the Philadelphia area at the time and I was lecturing at that mass as well as at my parish uh, on Sundays. And I don't, I don't know if it was you or maybe both of you tapped me on the shoulder and said, oh, I see that you lecture. Would you be interested in speaking for this ministry enthronement by parish ministry? And I looked up and it's one of those faces that says he just can't say no. So I said that was the Holy Spirit. I wouldn't, didn't know what I was signing up for, but uh, I did. And then I became a speaker. And at that point, this was in 2006, I think it was December of 2006. And the ministry was pretty large at that point with speakers. I think we had, you know, a half dozen or more speakers. So we were, you know, spreading ourselves around and take this parish on a weekend, take that parish on a weekend, do a couple masses. And uh, so that's how I got in- interested in doing it. And I loved it. I loved it, talking to all the parishioners about this, the, the sacred heart of Jesus and the immaculate heart of Mary. And I participated in that. And then um, as God would have it, as the Holy Spirit would have it, uh, I met and married a man from the diocese of Harrisburg. He lived in Mechanicsburg and I moved out here and and George was saying to me, well, we're sorry to lose you. And I said, well, I, I'm going to continue this out in the Diocese of Harrisburg. And he's like, OK, well, and we figured out a way to get the packets to me so that I could contact the pastors and set things up. And um, we haven't done, uh, you know, as many as he's done, but we're probably on the uh, getting close to 15 to 20 in the Diocese of Harrisburg. And we'd certainly would like to do more of those. So I, I do make it a practice of trying to contact, especially as the fall and the spring come upon us each year to contact the pastors and see if they'd be interested in setting up a weekend that George was describing. And um, it has just been, we, we call it the grace race. Um, and, and George will say, now go and give them heaven. You know, and uh, it's amazing when you have that attitude and you have all of those people praying for you. I don't think there's been a single enthronement where I walked away and said, oh, that didn't go well. I mean, people will are so generous. They're so wanting this. We live in a very dangerous time. And that's something that I use in my speech, but I've been using that since the beginning of the time I was in this ministry. But we really do live in dangerous times. And we know and I say this in my speech that the G- Jesus through Mary is the best protection that we know of. I mean, we have to stay close to the sacred heart and the immaculate heart because we're just, you know, things are happening at a very fast pace of, of going, you know, toward the other side and we have to stay strong. And this is a way to do that. And by enthroning the power at the parish level, everyone, as George said, everyone gets a packet and they take it home and there's prayers to do. They put the picture, uh, thanks to George now, providing the frames, you know, a special place in their home. And they're doing the prayers with their family and they're consecrating and enthroning their, their hearts and homes to Jesus and Mary. 
And I have several pictures in my house now. I mean, it used to be just the one place, but now I've got them in different places and any room I can get them into. We've also expanded this ministry. George didn't mention that, but we expanded the ministry to include like, we'll speak to CCD groups, prep groups, um, you know, wherever we can get these pictures and this ministry will do it. And uh, so I have to ask George though, you know, he sent packets and he's been all over, he's sent them all over the world. Where, where's the furthest place that you've sent these packets to? Well, we've, we've done it in Canada or they did it on their own. We, we okay. sent them. But my favorite place still is uh, St. Croix. Okay. <laughs> Making uh, plans to go back to uh, St. Thomas, the Virgin Islands. Okay. So you can see how this has expanded. And just even last year, I got a, um, a call from someone who had seen our website and she was in California and I had never met her, but we exchanged uh, phone calls back and forth. And she said, uh, can you send me some packets? So I sent it, we had some packets sent to her. And um, the interesting thing too is, you know, this ministry is the grace is, it just abounds. We, we're not in this ministry to make money. We ask for a dollar a packet. And I'm telling you, when we walk away and there's 700 packets given or 500 packets given, we're, we're walking out with more than $500. Sometimes it's double that. And it's, uh, it's amazing at the generosity of people um, that what they'll put in that basket. And we use that money and we roll it back into the ministry so that we can bring it to parishes that can't afford it or maybe smaller parishes that just don't have you know, uh, as many people or uh, the funds to be able to have people donate so generously that the other bigger parishes might have. So what's your thought? Any other thoughts, George, on? Uh... Uh, other than the fact that the, we continue to ask for God's graces, you know, they, they continue to bless the ministry, you know, uh, and I, I'm sure we have a, a person praying for us up in heaven now. You know, right, right. right. Yes, Veronica, I got to meet her and work with her a few times, and uh, she definitely helped me when we were um, in helping with the ministry, but also um, we'd go around to schools, and a lot of times you have to tailor the talk for students and you know have to stress that Jesus and Mary are our best friends, and not that's okay for adults too, you know? I mean, we have to have a childlike innocence when it comes to the Lord and to Mary, and we, we run to them with our requests, and we run to them in gratitude when when prayers are answered, but with the kids, you have to present it in a little bit of a different way. So, you know, if you're doing a class mass or an assembly or something like that, you kind of have to tailor it. And the, the kids are, you know, they understand when you say we bring Jesus and Mary to pray that I get a good mark on the test, or we pray to Jesus and Mary. So I do well in the game and they understand that. And uh, if you can get it in the classrooms in the Catholic schools, or uh, what about the kids going to college? I mean, they need that. They need that. And um, the military, I have to tell you, this is one of the things near and dear to my heart. I've had people say to me, can you give me some extra packets because I want to send these to Afghanistan or I want to send these to Iraq. And it was like, oh, this would be so wonderful to have our service people having this in their barracks. And it's just been, you know, the graces you can't even imagine um, you have any stories, George, that you'd like to share with us about any special enthronements that touched your heart? Well, yeah, I remember uh, one weekend, there was a couple of ladies waiting to talk to me, you know, at the end of mass. And she says, you know, we, we came from Cuba when the communists took over. Okay. And it was a point where you could 
escape, you, you could leave, but you had to leave everything behind. So my sister and I came home, we or came to U.S., and we tried to get our mother to come, and she kept hesitating, but she finally agreed to come. But the deal was you couldn't take anything except the clothes on your back. But when it was time for our mother to leave, she refused to leave without the picture of the Sacred Heart of mm. Jesus that she had. Excuse me, I choke up when I uh, tell the story. And uh, she says, our mother is passed, but we now have that picture hanging in our home. And we mm. know that we're blessed through the years. Yeah. Oh, amen to that. I love stories like that. We all have our stories. If you asked each individual speaker, you know, ones in Philly or just, you know, even Jim, like I do a lot of the speaking. My husband, Jim is, I, I call him my faithful coordinator. He helps me set up the packets. Um, that's the other thing too, you know, it's a very easy enthronement weekend for the pastor. We set everything up in the pews. We do the speaking, um, at the time that he wants us to do the appropriate time during mass and we collect the extra packets. We, as George said, we stand with volunteers to collect the donations. We count the donations. We give a report back to the pastor. I mean, it's really seamless when it comes to what the pastor has to do. Um, so George, well, what what? I'd like to mention is that in the talk, we, we tell people to take extra packets for children or yes. grown people in nursing homes, shut-ins, you know, even if young people would like to have these pictures in their bedroom. So we explained that we're trying to get Jesus and Mary out into as many places as we can. So uh, that that's always great. Yep. Yeah. And I just want to share too, that um, I remember when I first moved to this area and I wasn't sure how it was all going to work out. And, and, you know, sometimes getting the parishes, we do one a year, a couple times a year. And then during COVID it was hard, you know, but it was like, it's coming back now. Um, I had a priest recently for one that we did in the fall. Um, I had sent him and you know, it's the Holy spirit. This is a Holy spirit story. I love this story. I sent him an email uh, four years ago. And he responded to it and he said, can you come and do an enthronement? I mean, I don't even remember sending that email. And I looked at it and it was like July, whatever, four year, 2018. And I thought, oh my goodness, he had saved that, um, was in different parishes. And he said, can you come? Sure. You know, and it was, it was a beautiful, beautiful time. And we always have those, um, you know, those stories. And you know, one other thing I wanted to share real quick is I remember seeing that there was a Catholic radio station here in uh, Holy Family Radio. And I said, boy, I hope someday George and I can get on the air and do a presentation about the enthronement by parish ministry. George, I hear you have a, a quote from a recent enthronement that you'd like to share with us. Yeah, I just received this uh, from the pastor of St. Catherine of Siena in Hirsch Corsham a couple of days ago, says on the enthronement Sunday and over the course of the following week, people went out of their way to thank me for having this weekend. They were hoping for something like this. Many people took packets for their grown sons and daughters and their families, and many of these do not practice anymore. So we can let God do his work here. We have planted the seed. I'm sure that the spiritual fruits will be evident in the years to come. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you, George.
it's going to be time to wrap this up now. I want to thank George Lamoureux, the director of the Enthronement by Parish Ministry in the Philadelphia area, for being with me today on Catholic Focus. Thank Love you. Thank on. you so much, George. We really appreciate that. And um, just check us out on the Enthronement by Parish Ministry on the web and uh, you can get in contact with us or you can call here at the station at 717-525-8110. Parishenthronement.org. Okay. Parishenthronement.org. So if you're interested, just get in contact with us there. Check us out and we'll be glad to come to your parish. Thank you for listening to Catholic Focus. I'm Judy Desigatis and we'll talk to you again. 